Hey guys, welcome back to Real Bearded News. I'm your graceful host, Sean, and we're here today because vacation's over and it's time to grind and grind hard. Now, is this the right movie to do with? Probably not, but I will be talking about the Batman in the next couple of days, in the next few days. But first, let's talk about some of the things that are slightly ever so different. So first of all, where the hell have I been? Well, if you guys follow our Instagram, Real Bearded News, you'll see that I was working on two different movies. One of them is Star Wars, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we did release an episode about Star Wars, uh, Secrets of the Temple. It's one where I was the DP, and they've been going ahead and just doing a bunch of promotional stuff for that. Uh, I was interviewed for it. It was great. It was a fun time. I interviewed the director for it. And that was pretty fun. There's a couple of other people that I want to get in here and talk about Star Wars Secrets of the Temple uh, before it comes out. It was supposed to come out May the 4th, uh, but due to some unforeseen circumstances, it will not be coming out May the 4th. And that makes me kind of sad. So it'll be late summer that that will be coming out. But in addition to that, as soon as we were done with that, we jumped straight into uh, almost pre-production slash almost production of Dimensions, the Battle for Earth 1 episode number one, our pilot episode. And it's basically a DC crossover with Harry Potter. So we have, you know, a couple of DC characters. We have Jason Todd. We have the Green Arrow, uh, Deathstroke. I think we haven't posted a lot of pictures of Deathstroke. And that's actually one of my favorite characters. And yeah, it's going to be pretty dope. Uh, we had a five degree black belt kind of, you know, do the choreography for one of the fight scenes that we had. And then there was a couple of other cool little little things in there. Uh, we enjoyed it. It was seven weeks of filming. And yeah, that was fun. But on top of that, if you guys haven't noticed, we do have someone that is currently working for us doing reviews. And right now, although it's not an auditorial review for them, they are just doing reviews based on uh, Instagram. They're just posting it on Instagram. Every Monday, we will have a review. They just did a review for uh, The Atom Project. And before that, they did a Korean sci-fi, I think it was, uh, called Pandora. So that's pretty cool. But in addition to the, having Chris on board with us as just a corresponder, basically, um, or, or a contributor for our podcast, we also started, and obviously you could tell through just doing the movie things of creating a pilot episode for Dimensions, we started a proper production company called Real Production Studios. And so that will also be a focus of ours. And we have a pretty solid team of, you know, directors and writers, um, cinematographers, lighting people. It's going to be pretty dope. We have podcasting people. And so Real Bearded News is going to be live and kicking um, moving forward, guys. I'm, I'm sorry that I took an absence and I didn't even tell you like, hey, I'm still alive and I've just been posted on Instagram. So I, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Every single one of you are pretty great. And I love every single one of you. Love the support that you guys provide as well. Um, I appreciate above all of that, like the likes and the shares that you guys do. 
I really do appreciate you guys sticking by. We've been doing Real Bearded News for about five years, and it's always been a goal to just grow bigger and get bigger. Um, and we can't do it without you. A lot of the things that we do, uh, not only the team that I officially have, uh, but past contributors, you know, all the work that they go ahead and put in, it's just amazing. Like, we just always worked hard to provide you with the best content. And we are grateful. Uh, our team that we have now are people that have worked with me on and off uh, here and there. And we finally just got together and said, let's, let's do it. And so it's always great. And we love you. We love every single one of you. And we appreciate all the support you give. So we appreciate your patience. And when Star Wars Secrets of the Temple comes out, please go ahead and watch it. Uh, when Dimensions uh, Battle for Earth 1 comes out, uh, go ahead and watch that as well. We want to hear your honest opinion. Um, both of these films or short stories, whatever you want to call them, um, my purpose behind it was, hey, let's let's work out the kinks that we have as a team. Let's figure out what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right, uh, because we want, there's a feature film, my directorial debut, so I haven't directed any of the two things that you guys are, are going to watch. Um, I was a DP for both. And so I want to be able to have my directorial debut. And um, it's a really heavy story. It's a feature film. And so it's a heavy story. I can't wait to share that with you. I can't wait to share the cast uh, of that movie with you. Um, and on top of that, I can't wait until you watch that movie. It's a story really near and dear to my heart. And I just thought it was a story that needed to be told. And so speaking of stories that need to be told, let's talk about Morbius. Morbius comes out April 1st. It stars our good old friend, Jared Leto, our amazing 11th doctor, Matt Smith, a man that I have met personally, bought me donuts once when I was, holy crap, how old was I? It's like 23 or 24. 23, maybe a little younger, um, met Matt Smith. He brought me a donut, and oh, I will always remember that. Matt Smith, if you listen to this episode, thank you, sir. You were in New York. You were in the premiere of Doctor Who season seven, I believe it was, and it was for The Impossible Astronaut, and you went out bought donuts basically for everybody that was in the front, and um, I appreciate you, dog. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Matt Smith, Jared Leto, uh, Adria Arjona, and obviously we have um, the great Tyrese Gibson as well in this movie. It was directed by Daniel Espinosa. If you remember Daniel Espinosa, he did Safe House, and he did uh, some of the Bourne Supremacies, the Bourne movie, excuse me, and he did a couple of other movies that I enjoy, like Child 44 and Life. So, is Morbius good? Well, that's more a philosophical question now, isn't it? Um, Morbius, if you guys, like, I grew up in the 90s. And Morbius was a two-episode of uh, the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon show. The one that has a, the cool entry. Right? Um, and he was scary as hell. Morbius was a character that was created during a time where... The supernatural wasn't really spoken of in comic books, right? 
And so he is the living vampire. Now, I must say, from every single actor that I could think of, with the exception of Keith Sutherland, because of the Lost Boys, I think Jared Leto is the perfect Morbius. I did like that he did wear his uh, iconic black trench coat. Um, that was a pretty cool thing to see. But for me, I'm not as well-versed on Morbius, and I'm okay admitting that. Um, as much of a nerd that I am, I'm not as well-versed on Morbius just because he's not a character that I'm that interested. I know that he has had a fight with um, with Spider-Man before in the past. Um, I know he's fought Blade as well because he's a vampire and Blade hunts vampires. But aside from those little little things, I was I was prepared to be wowed by this film. And did I get wowed? Yeah. I mean, I really did enjoy the parts that were enjoyable. Now you you're like, hey, that's a very weird thing to say. And I'll tell you, yes, yes, it is a very weird thing to say. But why do I say it? Well, here's why. That really sucks because if you can't see what's happening, then you're you're not gonna know the end result or if something happened and that was good. So in that regard, it was pretty poor choice of allowing the both characters to go ahead and wear the same colors or similar dark colors because it was it was hard to follow. Um, aside from that, so the premiere that I went to was the red carpet premiere. And that was pretty cool because they live streamed um Jared Leto coming in and Tyrese Gibson and all these sort of little really cool little uh you know tidbits about Morbius and it was pretty it was a pretty cool event. But um the movie in a hold, honestly, I would give it a two out of five. And although this is a movie that was supposed to come out in July of 2020, they had two full years, almost two full years, to go ahead and make it a, the greatest product to like known to mankind. And they kind of just missed the mark. And it also came out in a time where we just had the Batman, a three-hour film that was amazing. Um, this is not going to knock the Batman from the box office. And if it does, is because more, most people are just curious to see what this is adding to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is actually not even the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is the Marvel Sony Cinematic Universe, where it's kind of like it's part of it, but it's not. That being said, there is an, there's no end credit scene for this movie. But there are two mid-credit scenes, and you don't have to wait too long to get them. Um, but they do wrap up nicely, bringing everybody from Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man, um, into the Sony Cinematic Universe. So that's pretty cool. So we may get more Sony Marvel movies, and I think they've just Disney and and Sony are playing nice with that. Um, Otherwise, it may be interesting how they're going to try to get Marvel characters uh, into Sony. But they have a setup for a for a sequel. And so 
I, you know, you guys that have been here for a while know that I try my best to give you a spoiler-free review. Um, and I'm going to do that now uh, to the best of my abilities, try to get to this next point without ruining the movie for you. But it does set up. There's an, a, a new character kind of introduced uh, right in the climax of the, of the film or towards the end of the climax of the film. And we don't see them again. But then we do see Morbius a couple of times more after the film is done. Like I said, those two mid credit scenes, which is really nicely tied up in a bow and a nice setup for the next one. So I can't wait to see that. Um, but hopefully they're able to do better than they did with this one. Because honestly, right now, this is the second uh, movie from Sony that just misses the mark. The first one being Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Honestly, a, a joke of a movie should have never been made, um, at least not the way that they did. And Morbius, although not a joke of a movie, um, it like I said earlier, it did miss the mark. Now, why did it miss the mark? Um, although Morbius does have some horror elements uh, introduced in the film, uh, they could have leaned a little harder on that. Um, that's number one. Number two is, although, again, some of the stills that we see of Jared Leto, as Morbius looked really good, it was heavily CGI'd and you can tell. And so sometimes the CGI, not that it looked bad, but it didn't look as good as it could have been. And that was the disappointing part because they had the opportunity to be amazing with the makeup. And so I think if they would have gone ahead and done an amazing job with that then maybe it would have been a little better in regards to the way uh all the characters looked that were involved um in some type of transformation but other than that um they did slide like uh having michael keaton as the vulture in it and you barely see him Therese gibson was also one of the the leads in this film and again Barely any lines, and you barely see him as well. Uh, however, Matt Smith's character, Milo, was pretty well done, um, and it was very enjoyable to see how he behaves. And it was just fun seeing Jared Leto, honestly, and Matt Smith together in, in the big screen, and the silver screen. Um, pretty fun to see that. But honestly, guys, main review here, it is not a movie to go watch in the theater not for full price i give morbius a two out of five um although fun and it was pretty entertaining sometimes it felt like it just dragged a little too long and some people died that were unnecessary i feel um it didn't progress the story it was just eh, it was just there um minor character development in between um flashbacks and present time and it just felt like it a lot of it was a little bit rushed and so it didn't give enough time for us to care a lot about different characters so but i would say go watch it if you want to watch it in like the big screen in a theater which is 
go support your local theater guys. I would say go watch it on five dollar Tuesday. It's it's a steal for that, honestly, because so many people worked hard on it, right? So I would say go watch it on five dollar Tuesday. That's your best bet. Um, but don't pay full price for it. Should you take a date on it on a five dollar Tuesday? Why not? She could have fun or he could have fun. Doesn't matter. Um, can your kids watch this one? If you have kids, if you're a family, um, if you're a family, definitely go $5 Tuesday or just wait for it to stream. Honestly, it's going to come out stream in, in some streaming service that we have. Um, yeah, but your kids could definitely watch. It's not too scary. Um, it may be at least the beginning sequence is pretty violent with it, um, but there's no sexual content. Um, there is no graphic content, um, which was surprising. They could have gone that route pretty easily. And, um, there's just one scene where there's bones being broken, but it's more of a, of a auditorial thing than a visual thing. And so, yeah, your kids could watch that movie with you. No problem. So yeah, I mean, it's a two out of five guys. $5 Tuesday is definitely the way to go. Or if you're a big family, wait for it to come stream. Don't rush to the theater to go watch this. But that's it. We've reached the end of this review. Um, first one of the year, 2022. Woo. Um, that was great. So stay tuned because pretty soon, I believe if not this week, next week, I'm going to sit down with CJ from CJ Saw It. On Instagram, go follow him. Make sure that you follow his reviews. And we're going to be talking about the most controversial movie that has come out this year, Turning Red. So stay tuned for that. Make sure that you check us out. Make sure you like, follow, and share because we can't do this without you. So make sure that you're liking so you always get notified when we have a podcast. Make sure you share so you tell your friends, hey, this guy's pretty dope. He makes great reviews and he talks straight to the point about what the movie was. And should I go watch it? And and if you follow, like I said before, you'll know when we do it. But on top of that, um, we will be doing a review on the Batman three-hour movie. I love listening to the soundtrack. Holy crap, that was amazing. And so we will do a review on that. And we're not done yet. We'll, we'll have to talk about Spider-Man. It's actually pretty important because Spider-Man's kicking off some stuff. And I can't wait to see what they do with it. Hopefully, the rest of the Sony stuff are not disappointing, but we will talk about Spider-Man. We will talk about the Batman. We will talk about Turning Red with C uh, C sorry, CJ Saw It um, on Instagram. So make sure, like I said, go follow him. Go like his stuff. He does pretty detailed reviews. So, between the next time that I see you and I tell you what you should be watching or what you should be avoiding, don't forget, keep reading those comic books, keep watching the anime, and above it all, Rock and roll and stay nerdy, guys. Yeah.